the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of pleasure. Well, hello and good evening and welcome to All Things Radio 606 for November the 11th. So any veterans out there listening, we thank you for their service and we honor you. And we're here with Jeff, the whole crew, even Bernie's here again. So we're so glad. And and we 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 have a a tidbit of of news for bernie i might as well just tell you this now um long time indianapolis broadcaster bernie jimmy mack passed away at the age of 99 um can you believe that now not only did he work for wish radio and wire WXLW, but one other station. And when was the last time A, you listened to this radio station, or B, you ever heard the call letters of this radio station? WBRI. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. I know you know about them, but. Yeah, but do you remember the last time you. I don't. Did I listen to it? Yeah. (laughs) I think I was about. I was about 12 years old. (laughs) <laughs> and they had a talk show on, and a couple of friends of mine and I decided to prank the talk show. So that probably be the last You are going. The last time you were allowed to listen to the station. They traced you, and you're not allowed to do it yeah. anymore. You well, know back then they didn't do that. But yeah, but Jimmy Jimmy Mack used to do a show called Bandstand 13. It was on uh, Channel 13 here in town, and it was on. For a while, it was on right after American Bandstand. Then, of course, they changed it to another day. It changed to Sunday afternoon, but it was a pretty good little local show. Sounded pretty good. He also did some dances. Yeah, he did some dances at the Blind School. Um, Wow! So when we were there, just a few times, with you know, I don't remember that. I was much too young. He was doing the star dance and some of the, you know, the dances. But but I remembered that name, and but I couldn't help but remember WBRI. And I thought, gee whiz, wow. that station's still on AM. And now they even have a translator on FM. So you might want to punch up 96.7, and then you'll feel. I've tried to get them, but down here on my side of town, they do not come in. Oh, they don't? Oh, Funny thing is, no. when, when you I'm mentioned his name, you mentioned his name. I would have said to you, I would have, I, and you said he's ninety nine. I would have said to you, Bill. I would have thought he would have been dead years ago. <laughs> Just you know, you don't hear because you don't hear about these people. Sometimes you wonder whatever happened to them. But now you, now you told us. So. Well, there you go. There you can hear about. 
Poor Jimmy Mack, and I read that from Indiana yeah, so News. Now, now you guys, you don't have to worry about Bill talking about anything else that he and I need to talk about. So right, we're so we're done. We're done. I mean, the question is, did he ever get to play it by Martha and the Vandellas? I yes, bet he did. He yeah. did. He, <laughs> he cool. Did yeah. he retire a long time ago, Bill? Oh, I'm sorry, Bernie. He, he kind of used it as a, a theme song for a while. Well, there you go. That makes sense. He no, you said that was out in the spring of 67, so sure, sure. He, he retired in, in 1973, so he's been out of radio for a while. Nineteen seventy three. That's what they said in this Indiana News Watch is what it's called, okay. written by Blaine Thompson. So let's give Blaine a little He and I were shout-out. Facebook friends too. You were? Oh. Yeah, and, and I I'm always convinced that somebody else was sending his stuff out for him. But oh. you know, that's okay. Well all right. Hey, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Well, Jeff, I guess you're not sending nobody sending your stuff out, right, Jeff? No, I don't think so. I try to do it myself as best I can. Well, yeah. first of all, hello everybody, and we'll say we'll say hello to all the veterans who might be listening as well. We'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, and we'll follow that up with Sparks call letter change and format changes. Next in our featured section, we're going to take a look at Mike, the late Mike Trevisano, and he's being interviewed or interviewing the not because that sounds like they're interviewing each other by Bernie Kosar. And I think you're going to find that segment quite interesting. Our classic air check takes us to Scranton, Pennsylvania. And this is a rather rare air check because you don't find this station on the air check lists all over the place where you can find air checks. And we're going to hear WARMAM with George Gilbert doing the morning show from January 6th, 1961. And finally, in our, in our featured station segment, we're traveling to Williamsport, Pennsylvania. We're going to do a two-part segment on this. I was looking at the radio stations, and I wanted to find something that did more local stuff in the morning because everything is so syndicated. Everything sounds the same. So we're going to hear WILQFM and their morning show with the country format. And then we're going to hear next week the classic hits radio station that's owned by the same company, that's Backyard Broadcasting. All in all, I think you're going to enjoy the show. It's a very busy one, so I'll turn it over to Bill. All right, Jeff. Almost... Uh... My microphone wasn't working there for a second, but it is now. Does anybody have anything else to say before we proceed to the award-winning newscast? I guess we don't. They can't wait, no. Jeff. They wow. just can't, can't wait. wait. For the award-winning news. <laughs> That's exactly it, Jeff. They just can't wait. So, cannot wait. As Jeff would say, without further ado... I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and this is what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Radio groups report their third quarter revenue results. Odyssey makes changes to three radio stations in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and continue our look at the Nielsen October Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and most of the major radio groups reported their third quarter revenue results. In the case of Odyssey, their revenue was up 23%. However, David Field, CEO of the company, says that the real problem with Odyssey was advertising. And with one-third of that advertising, being auto-related, that is a problem. Because audio advertising makes up about 40% of Odyssey's revenue. Another area where Odyssey was hit hard was the cancellation of Odyssey events and theme park advertising. That also makes up a third of Odyssey's revenue as well. Digital was up 30% and spot revenue was up 21%. With all this, Odyssey reported that their revenue for the third quarter of 2021 was up 23%. David Field, CEO of the company, says that Odyssey's larger markets are taking longer to recover and smaller and medium-sized markets are recovering faster. 
faster. Another company reporting its third quarter revenue results was Salem Media. Salem Media's revenue rose by 8% to $66 million. Andrew Vision also reported their third quarter revenue results, and they were up 216% to $199 million. Compare that to their 2020 revenue results, which were $62 million. Digital made up 73% of the company's revenue. In the case of iHeartMedia, their revenue for the third quarter was up 25% at $928 million. Bob Pittman, CEO of the company, says that iHeartMedia is back to their 2019 revenue results, and we'll see what happens in the fourth quarter for this radio company. Saga also reported their third quarter revenue results, and they were up 19.5% to $68 million. Urban One also reported their third quarter revenue results, and they were up 21% to $11.5 million. Other companies that we haven't heard from yet are Spanish Broadcasting Systems and Univision. In other news, Odyssey is making changes to three radio stations in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, with the addition of Domino and Raven Brinson. It all starts at 96.5 TDY, WTDY-FM, with morning host Sean Coop Tabler. Sean Coop Tabler is leaving WTDY-FM, and he's moving over to radio station WOGL-FM to handle mornings, replacing Glenn Kalina, who retired last week. Race Taylor will continue doing middays, voice tracking from WCBS-FM in New York City. Domino will handle afternoons at radio station WOGL-FM, while continuing to work at radio station WOCL-FM in Orlando, Florida, as well. Michael Bennett will be handling mornings at radio station WTDY-FM along with Raven Brenson. Raven Brenson joins WTDY-FM after working for iHeartMedia at KHKS-FM, KISS-FM in Dallas, Texas, owned and operated by iHeartMedia. Kenzie Cable handle evenings at radio station WTDY-FM, voice tracked from WBBM-FM in Chicago, Illinois. Finally, B101.1 WBEB-FM is making changes to their afternoon lineup with the addition of Bobby Smith. Bobby Smith will air Monday through Friday from 2 p.m. till 7 p.m. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Westwood One has signed the three-year contract to continue syndicating the Bob and Tom Morning Show. The Bob and Tom Morning Show originates at radio station WFBQFM in Indianapolis, Indiana. Another news from Indianapolis, Indiana, Butler Basketball will have a new home. The Butler Bulldogs will air on radio station WXNT-FM, which transmits on a frequency of 1430, owned and operated by Cumulus Media. The station programs in all sports format using the facilities of CBS Sports Radio. Here's something you don't see every day. IR Media has done something just a bit different. Most radio stations that take on the Christmas format normally do it at different times and different dates. However, iHeartMedia has decided to flip 80 of its own and operated radio stations to all Christmas. The flip came this past Friday afternoon. Atlanta, Georgia is not a big market for Christmas music on the radio, with the exception of Fish FM, but iHeartMedia made the change at radio station WBZWFM on 96.5. Up until now, WBZWFM have been simulcasting WBZYFM, which transmits on a frequency of 105.7 with a Spanish format. We'll let you know what happens with this after the holidays. In other news, Hits 95.7 KPTT-FM in Denver, Colorado has added JR for afternoons. JR comes to this radio station after working at radio station WNFM-FM in Nashville, Tennessee, which is owned and operated by Midwest Communications. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen October personal people meter ratings. In Washington, D.C., the number one ranked radio station is WAMU-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format. The number two ranked radio station is WMMJ-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Washington, D.C. is WTOP-FM with its all news operation. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one ranked radio station is WBZ-FM, the sports hub with its all sports format, and they have an 8.0 share of the audience. The number two ranked radio station is WROR-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WBZ-AM with its news talk format. In Miami, Florida, the number one ranked radio station is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format.
format. The number two rank radio station is WHQTFM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Miami, Florida is WLYFFM with an adult contemporary format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one rank radio station is KIROFM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is KZOKFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Seattle, Washington is KUOWFM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one rack radio station is WCSX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rack radio station is WMXD-FM with a number of adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WOMC-FM with a classic its format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one rack radio station is KESZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is KYOT-FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KSLX-FM with a classic rock format. In the market that serves Minneapolis and St. Paul, Minnesota, the number one rack radio station is KSTP-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is KQQL-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rack radio station is KNOW-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. In San Diego, California, the number one rack radio station is KXSN-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rack radio station is XHRM-FM with a rhythmic adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in San Diego, California is KSON-FM with a country format. In the market that serves Tampa and St. Petersburg, Florida, the number one rack radio station is WDUV-FM with adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is WCIE-FM with a Christian CHR format. And finally, the number three rack radio station serving the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WXGL-FM with a classic its format. In the market that serves Denver and Boulder, Colorado, the number one rack radio station is KOSI-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is KYGO-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in the market that serves Denver and Boulder, Colorado is KRFX-FM with a classic rock format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one rack radio station is KSHE-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rack radio station is KLJY-FM with a contemporary Christian format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is WARH-FM with an adult hits format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen October Personal People Meter Ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Indeed, followed by DuckDuckGo, State Farm, Get Upside, and Lowe's Home Improvement Centers. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. It's time once again for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. This is John Wesley Smith from Hallsville, Missouri. Somebody had mentioned on um, all things radio, a station called WDIC doing classic country and they're doing the exact same format same network as kfal in fulton missouri is doing they're on 900 a.m and they have a translator on 95.3 in columbia they uh i presume are doing um a, a, a network from uh, abc classic country format anyway it's pretty good just thought i would mention that you can pull kfal up on the uh, victor stream if you're interested in that listener comments are always welcome so give us a call on that feedback line 800-693-0595 
That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. Very good on the news, Jeff. Thank you. That, that guy is going to do W-O-G-L and W-O-C-L. He'll never get confused. Uh, no. Well, I'll tell you the problem. I'll tell you what they're doing here, Chris. And this is uh, this is how they're cheapening the way they run the radio stations. You've got three radio stations in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They hire two people. One of those people, and, and, and they, one of those, the Domino, for example, who's working in Orlando, Florida, and he's been around the block a long time. He's been a lot around oh, yeah. the block. He's worked at WPLJ in New York. He's worked he over the six one in Dallas for years. Yeah, he's worked all over the place. So he's, he's voice tracking from Orlando, Florida. So he works for WOCL in Orlando, Florida, which is also classic hits. Then he works for WOGL in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. See, you get the get the scenario here. They don't have to hire a separate person for the work in oh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Then you get the when Glenn Kalina left, who retired last week. They hire uh, Raven Brinson and um, and I forgot, can't remember the other person's name now. It just, just slips me. She and they uh, they do mornings, and then of course they don't have any radio announcers after seven o'clock at night. So they do have radio announcers from from uh, five thirty in the morning until seven o'clock at night, and from seven o'clock at night until five thirty, it's all music, no voice tracking, music wall to wall with commercials, all sweepers. Yeah, that's it. You got it, Bernie. And then, of course, you got WBEB in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That that and that was the jewel radio station when it was owned by Jerry Lee, and he didn't like any. He was he was very anti the nationalization of radio. He didn't like the idea that radio stations or owners could own billions of radio stations. I mean, he, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but he was so against that whole thing. But he couldn't compete as a radio owner against the company that owns more radio stations than he does. And and of course. So what they do is they, they, they also hire radio announcers who work on more than one radio station. So it is Odyssey's way of doing things. Um, and I can't say to them against it because, I mean, I'm not, I don't run a radio station. I don't know the finances of working at a radio station. I can sit here and say that I don't like it, and I know that Bernie probably would agree with me. But unfortunately, that's, that's probably going to be the norm uh, for the future. But I would also say... Probably ninety nine percent of the people listening are not like us. They probably don't know that that person's no. They have no clue. No clue at all. No. So, Bernie, what do you think of this business of fourteen thirty? Now, that's a we were talking about this. I think it was before our sports show. I don't think we talked about it on the air. But that's like a graveyard frequency. Do they have other programming? And why is Butler doing this? Why do they want to go there? One time they were like they were huge. They were WIRE. And, and built the thing. They were they were a country station, <laughs> and if they weren't number one, they were number two. Mm-hmm. You know, all the time. But that was back in the late sixties and early seventies. I actually had two air checks of them. Actually, I can tell you why this happened, right, yes. Bernie? Because. 93.5 and 107.5 did not have the room because of the Pacers and their other sports commitments, the Colts, high school basketball, and 93.1 didn't have the space because they're doing Indiana University and and those kind of, and there just wasn't room for. There was no place to put Butler. But no place to put no, Butler, and that's work. about as bad as you can get. They they just made it back into the ratings this last month. They don't even meet the. Yeah. They had a translator, but they dropped it. So we're, we're talking about a station. I mean, I don't even know how, why, what. 
why it would even be at 1430 a.m. I mean, if, if I was a university, you could go get an FM station. or what Even a suburban FM station would do better than. Well, let me ask you a question. Did Bartley University problem. ever have any radio stations on the FM band at any, yes. any point? They, they never did. did. They did. They did. At 104.5 back before Bernie's Day. No, it was in Bernie's Day. 104.5, Bernie, W-A-J-C. Butler. Yeah, W-A-J-C, they were the Butler station, and they sold out to uh, what was at that time Susquehanna, which then later sold out to Cumulus. So, yeah, they, they sold the, uh, the Butler station, and they had a great signal, a really <laughs> strong signal. Well, I do have some radio news that I didn't put in the radio broadcast, but I did get it, and from a reliable source who asked me not to say who it was, but I can tell you that there's a definite. If you like to listen to oldies and you listen to radio station WGVU-FM, AM, I should say, that's Grand Valley University in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That station station is going off the air on January 2nd at 2 in the afternoon. The university has said that they they are not going to fund the radio station anymore. They're selling the towers. They're selling the land, I should say, oh, and they're and they're going to get more money for the land than they could ever get for for the two That's radio stations that are That's on a good that station property. too. And you know, and a lot of they are just—they are just a fun radio station. Yeah. And there's a guy on their name, named Bob Mason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're and, fun uh, to hear. One week, one week he did the uh, the countdown from the summer of 1967, and I called him. I said, you know that that was just that was just a great countdown. And we talked for about 20 minutes and. Yeah, he's just so into radio. Yeah, it, it's just a, a phenomenal oldie well, station. I can I can tell you that he wanted to see, find ways to get the station to be saved, but the university doesn't want. They don't want. They they don't want to donate it to anyone. They want the money, and they just they just want out of radio except for their FM, which is WGVU FM, which is the classical station out there. That's just the, the NPR station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, whatever yeah. they do, and, and NPR and classical stuff. So. I can tell you that uh, that people are not happy, and I remember. And as a matter of fact, we featured this radio station. Uh, oh, it has to be almost back in two thousand nine, ten, or eleven. I don't remember exactly when. I'll try to find it. Maybe I can find the air check, or maybe Bill, because well, I know yeah. I have it. In my yeah, we somewhere. did, Jeff. Remember, there was a guy on there named Bill, Bill Bailey. Bailey, and yeah, and, and the same Bill Bailey who worked at WLS in Chicago and um, WWDJ. He but it wasn't tragic. the same one. Yeah, tragically, he passed away. And he was doing a station fundraiser. There was a golf tournament, and he died of a heart attack after the golf tournament. So, unfortunately, uh, that, that, yeah. but I talked to him. He was a nice guy, and he says, he says, he says, why do you think my voice sounds familiar? I said, well, I think I've heard you on either on WLS and W and uh, WWDJ. And he said, that's right. I worked at both radio stations. Well, so, this coming Sunday, if you want to listen to WGVU, they are doing the uh, and they do at three in the afternoon Eastern time every Sunday. They do a countdown, and the one they're doing this week is very significant, nineteen sixty three. So you'll want to listen. Uh, that's just before the Kennedy assassination. So, well, as a the matter thing, of fact, thing is, oh, go ahead, Benny. I'm sorry. The thing is, the, the significance of that station is they are so local with this countdown. They will tell you what station they got the list from, and yep. Generally, yeah, a Michigan do. station, Grand Rapids, you know, or whatever. If they can't, if they can't yeah. get if they can't get a Michigan station, they'll get like WLS or something better. Or WJJD. Yep, going amazing. back. Yeah, it's and, amazing. What they and there's all kinds of there. apparently in that part of Michigan, there were all kinds of local bands that got a lot of airplay because you know, you'll hear some, yeah. 
some groups, and you're like, who the heck is that? I've never well, heard that's of that. Yeah, that's, that, they, that's they, it. They play a lot of local Michigan music that you didn't hear anywhere else. So Right. But no, they, it's really cool. Managed to, they managed to clean them up, and, and they put them on these countdowns on Sunday afternoons, and it's just it's incredible. It really yeah. is incredible. I'm glad I got a chance to talk to the guy because that's a bummer. That I, really I need sad. to let him know. You know, I think it's good to let people know when you appreciate what they do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. And when yeah. we did the when I did the show with uh, with that radio station, Bernie, I compared them to WCNY's FM in Syracuse, New York, their HD two channel, which also broadcasts oldies. So I remember I did, I did a comparison at the time of both radio stations. So. <laughs> That that brought back a, a kind of well, I would say a tear went went to my eye a little bit because it's it's hard when these stations go off the air, and you're going to see more and more. Unfortunately, you are going to see unless they're large colleges and large Absolutely universities, you are. you're going to see a lot more of these radio stations getting sold off to religious groups or turning in their licenses because that people don't want to be in radio. I mean. You go to these colleges today, and people don't want to be in radio. They have enough trouble trying to get students to run the radio station. And the university is saying, what are we putting all this money into? That Why are we paying all these FCC regulation fees and licensing fees and everything else we've got to deal with with the radio station? And they're just saying that it's time to turn out the lights, which is and very, it's un- on which is, AM also, which is very unfortunate. You know. Jerry, can you help? WM is, is weird. They do talk. Talk radio during the night, local talk shows, and then during the day, you never know what the heck they're playing. It's just, they just sound bad. Well, That's I understand that, Mike. Miami, uh, Jerry, Jerry, can you unmute yourself, please? You have your hand raised. Uh, go ahead if you can, unmute yourself. Star six, please. I already am unmuted. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go yes, ahead. Okay, uh, yeah, that's a shame about that Grand Valley State Station because I, I, you know, I discovered that on Google and I've been listening to it. Um, tomorrow is a kind of an anniversary of radio in Philadelphia. It doesn't mean m- much to you guys, but back in 1959, on November 12th, WQAL came on the air. They were 106.1 on the FM dial. And they played mostly elevator music. They came on like at 5 o'clock at night, and they would go off at midnight. Um, they did this like Monday through Friday, and then uh, on the weekends, they would go from noon to midnight. And, uh, of course, they expanded their operations after that. But uh, just a little trivia note I thought you guys would be interested in. And, uh, okay. of course, only stations you could... Give some air checks from uh, Jeff. There's uh, Oldies America. Um, these are internet things, and there's all the best Oldies. Uh, they're good stations. Well, I can tell you that we've done Oldies America because I I remember doing that a few months a few years ago. But we have done that one. But maybe we'll do the other one. And that 106.1 actually became, I believe, W. Trying to think now. Uh, w W W S H. It was beautiful music on one hundred six point one, and then later on it became W T R K F M, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, so they 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 actually did turn into something else out there. So you know what can I say? <laughs> it's uh, I love the radio history radio history stuff. It really is interesting. And Jeff, oh, yeah. your hotline's going to be busy this week. We've already got two or three calls on the hotline so you're hitting all kinds of buttons and hello debbie and lafayette so well i'll just just send them my way bill i'll take care of them i've already done it 
and let's say hello to Debbie in Lafayette because she remembers Jimmy Mack like I did at the school. So somebody is almost as old as me. I would know Jimmy Mack, but I'm much younger than you, Bill. I know, Bernie. I know, you know. I know how it is. He wouldn't know me, so we're even. You're even? I mean, that's okay, because I I knew he was on TV, and like I said, I was Facebook friends with him, and I have met him before. I just didn't meet him at school. Right. Hey, when when you can say that you lived to 99 years old, that's that's saying something, Bernie. Let me tell you, I I only hope I can get that, uh, live that long, so. I don't want to live that long. I'm okay. Well, I, I, I only want to live that long if, I, if I'm healthy. I don't want to be stuck in a nursing home or something like that. That's the no, only you'll be doing all things radio broadcast number 10,000. You'll be right here. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you got to 2052, yeah. yeah. Right. You got a point there, Bill. You, you, certainly, you certainly do. Oh, is WSM in Nashville, are they mainly voice track? They, they sound voice track. They just sound like they don't have any Probably. disc jockeys. Well, I know during the evening at night they are possibly. I'm not really sure, Mike, because I don't really. I can't get them anymore like I used to be able to in this complex. Uh, uh-huh. And I don't listen to them on the internet, but uh, they might be. I, I don't, don't really care about them. I don't admit. really care much I about them care. because, exactly. unfortunately, they, 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 they've, they've long cares? since uh, they've launched. They've they've outlived their glory days, and they they Most just don't excite. Actually, they are live at night. For the uh, most part. Like, but who's that? Eddie Stubbs retired. And that's the guy I like. Yeah, yeah but, Jeff uh, Hogue replaced him. And he's pretty good. But they, I'm sure they do their share of I don't care what they do. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not that it, you know. Yeah, I, I, I would. Yeah. I like the Grand Old Opry. When I, I mean, you can, if you go to do YouTube, you can find a lot of that stuff. You can find the Grand Old Opry. You can, you know, you can find a whole bunch of stuff like that. And, uh, you know, that's kind of interesting. But, uh, you know, I don't don't really listen to them anymore. Uh-huh. I mean, I remember hearing the Grand Ole Opry as a kid, you know, I'd pick them up at night and listen, but I just don't care. You know, it's just... Wow. Remind me Grand of Monday, we'll do... I didn't hear about it at all. We'll do Classic Country Monday, Gary, with Gary. Classic Country yeah. Monday. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> it. Not like the Classic Country. <laughs> yeah. How about yeah. if we get the Jennifer Sparks call her in format change? Is she going to break a record sure. this week, isn't she, for the shortest? Yeah, she is. She's going to add is. some new stuff to her arsenal or something here, she said. But this is one of the shortest ones on record. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of November 11th. K-M-A-S A-M 1030 Shelton, Washington changes slogan from iFiber One News Radio to iFiber One K-M-A-S K-U-I-C F-M 95.3 Vacaville, California Changes slogan from 95.3 KUIC, your hometown station, to 95.3 KUIC. WEZRAM 780, Rumford, Maine. Changes slogan from 105.1 96.9 WIGY to the Patriot. WPNO AM 1450, South Paris, Maine. Changes 
is a slogan from 105.1, 96.9, Widgie to the Patriot. W-I-F-I-A-M, 1460, Florence, New Jersey, changes the slogan from Britmo 92.9 to Amore 92.9. W-R-M-N-A-M, 1410, Elgin, Illinois, changes the slogan from Voice of the Fox Valley to WRMN 1410 WBHD FM 95.7 Oliphant, Pennsylvania changes slogan from 97 BHT today's hit music to BHT 97.1 95.7 WBHT FM 97.1 Mountaintop, Pennsylvania changes slogan from 97 BHT today's hit music to BHT 97.1 95.7 and those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good week wow thank you Jennifer don't, don't kind of blame Jennifer because if you look at the radio and I follow five different columns on radio and there's not a lot of format changes going on there's more personnel changes than format changes it's just the way it's 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 what's happening in the business these days. But you guys missed it. You missed it. What was the very first one? I never heard this for a radio station. Fiber One. We're getting into cereal now, or I don't know. Oh, oh, fiber One yeah, is the, yeah, like if you have internet that has Fiber One connectivity. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, that could be. But, that or, could or, be. or if you're having a problem, you know, you used <laughs> yeah. to have X Fax ads. Now you put the radio station on and just head We're the, bathroom, the station yeah. that moves you, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Down five or one, Jeff. I know. I get yeah, it. Five or one, the station that gets you moving. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but but I'll, I'll tell you, and, and then you got WIGY, which I remember when I was up in Maine, that was an FM station on 105.9, I think, or something like that. And they they had, they were a really good rock station, but, uh, boy, things have changed up there. Mm-hmm. Boy, things do change. But Jennifer's thinking about making some changes to that column because it's just so bleak and down right now there's i guess stations are you know struggling to you know survive and you know we well you know this is the time of year you wouldn't see as many anyway because people are you know they're either going to play christmas and 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 change after that or they're just going to tough it out and say, okay, I think we can hang on to these people through the holidays and, you know, whatever. I mean, some stations aren't that nice, but I think the last couple of months of the year tend to be a little slower for that anyhow. I don't know. I I live in an area here in Albany, New York, Chris, and nothing. I mean, the, the attitude of the people here in the Capital District of New York State is, why do we need change? Like I'll say, well, you know, this station sounds like they've been doing the same thing for the last 30 years. They sound terrible. Why? We love it here in the Capital District. I mean, it's, it's a well, very... If they're listening to it, they don't have to change. You know? But they don't and have, they they don't have well, listeners. That's no what I'm trying to say. They don't have any listeners. That's what I'm trying to yeah, say. Okay. And it's oh. very apathetic here. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing new and groundbreaking that goes on, that ever goes on in radio here in Albany, New York. Um, and there are mm-hmm. a lot of... There are, you know, Bernie, you know there are a lot of places like that. It's, it's, we're certainly not Absolutely. alone. Oh, nothing's yeah. changing much here. And uh, you know, and uh, those top three are our traditional top three. And but the amazing thing is Sports Hub getting eight percent, and it was a big month. Yeah, I'm going to come in on this before. That, that's, yeah, a, that's, exactly. a, that's the that's the second. I'm sorry, the second. That's the second month of the third month 
that they they put yeah. these kind of numbers. I mean, they're doing very very well. And yeah, the pay, you know the Red Sox doing well. Of course, they don't have them, but they have you know they talk about them and the Patriots, well, sure. which is what they talk about more. But that's like what WEI did back in the nineties. EEI killed it for a while. They were they were way up there too. So uh, it's, and they're it, way behind them now. You know, and <laughs> and even though they're owned by iHeartMedia, I WBZ, I, they, they must be doing something right. I mean, obviously, if, if it was yeah. really that bad, Chris, that people wouldn't listen to them. But they, it but is, they, you know, it's what there is. I mean, it's like if you want news. I mean, I do it all. I do it three or four times a day. I mean, I don't. I don't think they do a great job, but I turn them on and I re- I realize like okay, this morning I usually listen to the news around five just before I start work, and then this morning around ten o'clock I put the news on again just to see if anything. Oh, they were doing the same two or three top stories that they did at five o'clock. The exact same reports, and I'm like, uh, whatever. I mean, it's some days it's different, you know. So at ten o'clock, you might get two or three different stories that you didn't have, but some days are slower than others. But it's it is what it is, and this is a news oriented station. Again, I always say, if you didn't have the two strong uh, uh, BUR and GBH, and you put them together, one of them went away, and you had just one, that would be up at, up at the top, like they are in Washington D.C. Now, or but I will say that, and and I I, I thought I, I was I think you said that you didn't like him, or maybe maybe it's someone else that didn't like him. But I thought that they, their nighttime talk show that's on from what eight to midnight was Dan Ray, and I thought he's, he was pretty he's a good. nice person. He's a very conservative. He was a long time reporter for Channel Four WBZ TV, a long time reporter. He's probably a couple years older than I am. And he, he's a very nice person. I, I will never say that he's not. I just don't agree with him politically. He's way, way well, off. Well, that, that, never, that's, never that's for me. true. But, I mean, he does do a very pleasant-sounding talk show. It's not controversial yeah, he, in the sense that he doesn't scream at people and yell at them and tell them to get no. off the air. And he, that's no, not he his doesn't style. do that. He, 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 he seems to be a very nice person, but it's just not uh, my cup of tea for, you know. And I, and I think sometimes the callers drop the ball. I was listening to somebody. I'm not going to get into the discussion they had. But I, I think a caller could have had a good rejoinder to him. They're debating vaccines, and he didn't. So, you know, it's like it would be too frustrating for me to sit there and even try to listen to a show. I don't listen to issues talk shows, really. I just, you know, it doesn't uh, do anything for me. I'd rather listen to well, they're all maybe reports the other, on, on the NPR the, or something. But then the other know? side of the coin is, Chris, is that maybe he was told by management, look, I, we really don't want to be talking about debating about about whether you should get a vaccine or not. We'd really like to stay at Oh, no, he was. That was the point. No, no, no. No, he was. It's just the caller dropped the ball. There were good retor- retorts that he could have come up with, and he didn't. So it would be frustrating to sit there and, why didn't you say that, you you know, crazy person? Yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 it's maybe I would listen if I sat down and would, had time to listen to talk shows, but again, I'm working and I'm doing other things. If I had time to sit down and listen to, I might listen to one of the liberal talk shows on those, you know, like that station in Chicago or whatever at eight twenty. But you know, it's just, uh, you know, I just have don't really do it. So I, I that's why he's a caller. <laughs> How about if we move on to uh, Mike Trevisano because I think we're gonna, yes, because I know those who like the sports lounge and stuff might might, might definitely enjoy the interview with uh, Bernie yeah, Kozar. That. Cool. That, well, that, let's that see how he does it. You know, we remember the story how. You know, this guy come along, how he was Mr. Know-it-all. He used to be that when I lived in Cleveland from 78 through 80. He was always calling in the Pete Franklin show. And sometimes uh, they would just stage it, you know. They would just they would just do it. And so mm-hmm. let's see how this sounds to you from 2016. By then, he had had a chance to be in radio by... About 30 years at that point in time, so he should be a little more polished in 2016. 
And thank you, Jeff, for finding this material. And that quarterback, number 19. This is the Mike Trevisano Show, live from the Hooley House in Manor on News Radio WTAM 1100. Bernie, Bernie. Uh, we're live at the Hooley House in uh, Menor. Josh Cribbs will be here live in the 5 o'clock hour. Bernie on the phone line right now. Uh, Mr. Kozar, uh, Happy New Year, Bernie. Mr. Kozar, it's right. You've been on vacation so long that we have to reintroduce ourselves. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I'm going to just uh, uh, shut up for the next 10 minutes and let you explain what the hell went on the last 24 hours. Go ahead, Bernie. I thought me and you were friends. Do <laughs> you think anybody really understands right now? Oh, I don't think And so. you're out in Memphis, the Holy House. You just did the Window Nations um, commercial. Um, we're in the snow belt, so we're driving. We're out in, 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 in the snow district. Um, so be careful driving out there today because we have a lot of snow for the first time this year. But it's, you know, it, it's it's really interesting slash disappointing. Triff, me and you go back a lot of years. I mean, uh, me and you could pre-record the next nine months. Me and you could go on vacation for nine months and pre-record what the conversations are going to be and what the answers should be. Um, should we do an offensive guy? Should we do a coordinator? Should we do an old guy with experience? Should we get a big name? Should we do a 3-4 defense? Should we do a 4-3 defense? The offense is ahead of the defense. Should we draft the quarterback? Should we not draft the quarterback? It's mind-numbing the amount of time that we have spent on the same subject for now going on 17 years. It's really, really discouraging. Yeah, and as far as uh, this uh, Sashi Brown that they hired, and now they're going to hire a general manager and a coach, uh, head coach, I, do you understand who's going to have the authority and how this all works? Or well, well, Mr. Haslam announced that Sashi Brown has and is in charge of the final decisions of draft and the 53-man roster. So that will affect the potential of pool of candidates immensely because there's a lot of coaches, there's a lot of GMs, there's a lot of big names that want control and final say of that draft and of that 53-man roster. Now, Saucy Brown um, it comes from Jacksonville and people, you know, he's, he's been known in the league circuits and and it deserves to be in the NFL. But it, it, it limits your range of who you could talk to and who potentially will talk to if they don't have control of the 
the roster nor control of the draft. And I'm not saying that certain people should have that that control, but certain certain candidates will mandate within their contractual obligations that they want that type of control. Hey, uh, Bernie, this is Tim. Um, you know, I'm a former you know ball player, and I want a guy in there that will have final say that is a football guy that knows football. And that's the problem I have is they're going to bring this guy in who is basically an analytics guy to have final say on the roster and everything. And I just wonder what your what your viewpoint on this is with that with all that. Well, I, again, I don't particularly know him, so it's hard for me to be critical of that. I, I as a player, of course, I tend towards what you're thinking about. Um, but because I don't know really Sashi, I, I can't I can't really comment, you know, aggressively on that because until you meet somebody, you don't know. But I tend towards your way of thinking. I mean, one of the things. I mean, they have six head coaches in eight years. They have the number two pick again. We're gonna. Talk Talk about this drafting at nauseum up the next three or four months because there won't be things to talk about. Um, it's the fifth time a head coach has been fired after the Steelhead game. What are we on? 24 starting quarterbacks. Yes. And one of the things that that I really, really am, uh, struggle with is, you know, why not uh, Johnny Manziel? Johnny, why wasn't weren't you at the game? Um, if you love football and you want to be the quarterback of a team, there's nothing like being on the sidelines, whether you're a quarterback or not. And it's so much fun to be on the sidelines of an NFL game. It's Especially a Brown Steelers game. Oh yeah. And and what you could learn, just learning the tips that you could pick up, so that you, next year you're a better quarterback, whether you're here or not. You, the tips that you learn from being on an NFL sideline are immeasurable, immeasurable. And to just get better at your craft, I at 52 still want to be on the sidelines learning more football. So. If you're a current player and you have the opportunity to be on a sideline, an NFL sideline, and see the intensity, the speed, maybe you pick up one or two tips that help you in your future. I just can't comprehend how you don't do that. Bernie, this is Nick Camino. You've played Browns football. You've lived it. You've been the face of it. Everybody loves you in this town. But even for you, and you know, I don't love we, we enjoy. <laughs> I like them. I don't love them. We enjoy you, you should, being a part you of. You should love me, Jim, because when nobody would hire you, but the only one was your friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bernie, you, you, you've and, been. And, and everybody you work with is too young to even remember when nobody liked you. Okay? And <laughs> you should know it all. Right. <laughs> but, Bernie, though, I mean, when you look at this, and you know, I, I watch you guys on, on Channel 19, and, and, and you talk about it, and you're, there's still passion there, but with everything that has happened, especially what has happened yesterday in this season. Is this about as almost disinterested as as you've ever been with with what is going on? Is there a part of you where the, the fire is just kind of gone, where you're like almost feeling apathetic toward what you're seeing with the Browns? It's all 
all happening so quick, it would be unfair to answer exactly that question. But sadly, yeah, it's a very astute question and very appropriate question. And I just remember, and I don't want to invoke and get this to go off on a tangent, um, because this is one of the things me and Triv disagreed with uh, over time. Art Modell used to say, I hope they either love me or they hate me. But apathy is the death of a business. And I really feel like, like my kids are up this weekend. I'm playing Mr. Mom. My kids are under 25. The gen whole generation under 30 has never seen the Browns win. And apathy is setting in within the fan base. And I just take complete, completely bothers me because I put so much time. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of great players and people that put a lot of time into NFL Cleveland Browns football. And there's a whole generation that is apathetic towards the team. Because they've never seen him win. Yeah. No, I understand. We're talking about Bernie Kozai. We're live at the Hooli House and uh, men are here. Josh Cribs will join us in the 5 o'clock hour. Bernie, some people may find this hard to believe, but I really don't care. Yesterday, I probably rooted harder personally <clears throat> for the Cleveland Browns than maybe at any point almost in my entire life. I wanted to see him beat the Steelers so bad yesterday because... Number one, they're the Steelers. And number two, Cleveland Brown Stadium was filled with Steeler fans. There was even a sign in the dog pound, Go Steelers, at Cleveland Brown Stadium. Bernie, I try to tell these younger guys in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, I'm not trying to be a tough guy here or anything. That could never happen. The Cleveland fans would not allow that. Am I correct in saying that? Okay, first, you broke your promise, and you didn't shut up for 10 minutes. So yes, you're wrong. Okay, you're speaking. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but I'm only using your words against you. Okay? But you're 100% right. I mean, that's so true. I mean, I um, do the tailgate 19, so I'm downtown a couple hours before the game. And then I, after the, the, the CBS 19 show's over, you know, I leave downtown, and I see what's going on. I thought, I really thought it was in Three Rivers yesterday in that area. And and that is so discouraging. And uh, I don't even want to go much farther because I'll, I'll sound juvenile. But yes, you're correct. There was so much terrible towels, yellow and gold out there yesterday in an area that we, we own. That's our house. That I can't believe we don't defend our own home. Bernie, they were the players, the Steeler fans, the uh, players, when scoring would jump into our stands. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll you know change the stuff. <laughs> you yeah. know how I feel about that. Yeah, I, and, and again, I'm not afraid to sound stupid, and I'm not afraid to sound juvenile, and I'm surely not promoting violence, but God, Bertie, that is the ultimate insult to a city, and God knows when I was growing up, that never would have happened. Well, 
No team I play on would, would allow that. <sighs> I was never so embarrassed as I was yesterday as to be from Cleveland. Well, on top of it, they got yeah. the Pittsburgh had to win to get in the playoffs and get help, yeah. which they got with Rex Ryan beating his old team. So Pittsburgh's right. going. Bernie Ampy knew but your see, buddy. To me, to me, that's disrespectful too. That they could beat us and still watch the scoreboard. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> focus on beating me i mean you're not allowed to watch the tv watch the radio listen to the watch the scoreboard and pummel my football team there's just no way that that i would ever allow that to be acceptable there's just no way i i, I just uh Bernie, i say it all the time and and the more i say it in my mind the truer it becomes i am totally living in a world i don't understand Bernie. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. There's things that are unfathomable. And it's, we're so blessed that this country, and to be an NFL player, to be in an NFL team, to be part of, of the Cleveland Browns, geez, it's just, it's just punishing to see what it's become. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, the, the, you know, I'm no longer able to, uh, and I'm old, I'm fat, and I'm out of shape, okay? There ain't too many people I could fight with if there's any anymore. And if we weren't up against a, uh, a, a um, commercial break, we got about four or five uh, things we could add to that. But that's, yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I was at Cleveland Brown Stadium yesterday, I would have got my ass kicked. Because there's no way I could sit there and watch them stupid bastard Steeler fans <laughs> celebrate. And our, there's no way I could do that and keep my mouth shut. It's totally impossible for me. I, let I me just, hurt. Yeah. I'm busy this week with kids and work. Yeah. So let me just add that that is why I did not go to the game. And I think that someone should explain that to Jimmy Haslam because not being from Cleveland, I don't even think he understands what went on yesterday. No feel. He's got no feel. He's got no feel, Bernie. Nope. It's just disappointing. It's sad. I know exactly what our next nine months entails and it's the same thing I've talked about repetitively. If going to the concussion movie with my children was more uplifting than a Brown Steelers game, something's wrong. You know, it's funny you bring that up real quick and we got to go here, Bernie. I mean, I real, but very quickly, I'd like to get your comment on it. Uh, I, I was with some guys last night at a focus group, which I call We're Playing Cards, and we were all sitting there talking about the movie Concussion, and two guys saw the movie that we were playing cards with last night and they said if you have a son and you see the movie you probably will never let your kid play football well if you remember i do have a son 10th grade (laughs) um i have that issue i have to address i played in the first uh notre dame uh canes canes um notre dame fight in the tunnel with dave durison the 85 86 bears against dave durison I played in the first uh, American game ever in Wembley Stadium in London in the American Bowl in 1989 against Buddy Ryan. And me and Andre Waters, we had a whole week of aggressiveness. Um, that's a whole time as a story in itself. Um, I was in the Pro Bowls with Mike Webster, taking snaps from Mike Webster. Um, it's an honor to be in this game. 
Bernie, happy new year. And, and one last thing. Did you punch Belichick in the tunnel? <laughs> I didn't want to hurt my right hand, no. I had to throw past I throw. I throw the rock, bro. <laughs> I throw the rock. <laughs> Don't do rock, scissors, paper. The way you play poker, rock, scissors, paper with me. You win every time. I throw a rock. Okay? <laughs> Bernie, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for see, the time. See you guys. Bye. Wow. <laughs> oh. There we go. Um, either he had a health issue or we had one of our first and guests who might have been a... Had a few New Year's beverages. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like he could have. Uh, yeah, but they were. I was asking Miss A because we were talking about early sixteen. So they were three and uh, thirteen, and now the things have turned around. They've got uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Stefanski and uh, the coach there, and he's. Uh, they brought in Baker Mayfield, the quarterback, and they were in the playoffs last year, and now they're having a big game against the Patriots here on Sunday. If both teams fighting for the playoffs so things have really turned around but it took years i mean they've only been in the playoffs twice they've been back in the league since 99 only made it twice into the playoffs so you know i've never heard such whiners in my life yeah they they were on that show yeah they were total whiners i would have just said shut up and get over it already well you know it's the start of a year that brought them a pennant they went to the World Series against the Cubs. In the you know, of course, they weren't talking about the Indians, but they went to the and World Series against in, the and, Cubs, and and they won the NBA championship that year. Later That's on. right too. That's right. Yeah, they won. So, the, yeah, all right. They, so, yeah, they won. so back in the day, the Chicago Bulls fans used to come to Indianapolis when they played the Pacers because the the Bulls were always sold out, and right. they could get in to our place, and they raised hell all night. And you know what? More power to them. If our fans don't come to see our team, then let That's somebody right. else do it. Let Pittsburgh well, come to see Cleveland or, or Pittsburgh I, okay, and make okay, money for the was, stadium. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. I think he was criticizing the Cleveland fans more than he was Pittsburgh. He's like, how? He goes, this wouldn't have happened in my day. It's like this is our rival. Now I agree as a as a team owner as the It's like, hey, we made some money, but him as a passionate player, part of that rivalry, I get where he's coming from. Like. Fans, how have you, as fans, let that happen where they get all of our tickets? Yeah, well, that's, that's the thing. Saying. And yeah, you can exactly. so easily get your tickets. It's much easier than, than it was in the, when you're talking about Bernie in the 90s. Now you can go online right. and get tickets to any game you want. We're going to have X number, and I'm not saying there's going to outnumber the Patriots fans. They certainly won't. There's going to be X number of Browns fans up here on Sunday. They just will. Oh, there's course. always fans of the other team now because a couple of thousand people or so won't feel like going. Uh, you know, they got a wedding, they got a thing, and they'll say, okay, I'll go online and see if somebody uh, wants the ticket. You or know, they and, grew up in Cleveland and they live up there. You yeah, know, that's right. Now, that's you know. right. You always hear cheers. It used to be silent, you know, in the 60s and 70s when, when you, if you went into a hostile uh, place and, and, and you scored, you're, you're, you know, or you're on the road, it would just be the announcers talking. Oh, and yeah. Totally, oh, yeah. It was totally cool. You shut them up. That was the fun part of it. But, but now there's always going to be mean, a little buzz for each team. It, it got to the point during Pacer games, for instance, when, you know, certain players were, were in town. Uh, the, the fans were for those players. They weren't necessarily for that. Team. Yes, you would hear them go nuts when that particular player. That happened with scored. Kobe Bryant here when the late of the Celtics See, weren't that good. Kobe Bryant came well, in here. Yeah, yeah, it happened all the time. But, 
And how are the Pacers doing? And how are the Pacers? And how are the Pacers doing this year, Bernard? I know I I read your posts okay. on not Facebook. Not well. Not well. <laughs> not well. All you got to do, Jeff, is look at my Facebook posts when they win. That's all I do. I know. <laughs> Every morning I get up in the morning and I see the notification. Bernie's got it up there. I figure it's probably the Pacers, yeah. and it is. Well, it's been a while. And, and if they win, I post. If they don't, I don't. There you go. It may not hear from you for a month or so. You'll know I know. <laughs> Sometimes, Bernie, I post more when my teams lose than I do when they win because yeah. I'm more angry oh, that you? way. <laughs> yeah. Now, are yeah, we friends on Facebook, time? you and me? What's that? Harry, are we friends on Facebook? I don't, th- I don't think so. Wow. We, prob- we probably need to be so we can get into these yeah. sports debates. This is beautiful. This is a wonderful thing to see. This is great. I know. I okay. love this. It's <laughs> too- One of us needs to friend the other. There you go. All right. Two great friends coming together right here. You guys uh, can do it. This yeah, is this yeah, this whichever. I mean, I'm friends yeah. with Bill and Jennifer and Jeff. So yeah. All right. What a what a combination. But, <laughs> but getting back to Trevisano there, I'll say yeah. one thing with him. With him, it's kind of a he. You, I mean, for a guy who was just a fan calling in. Now, granted, it's because he's known Bernie forever. Bernie Kosar, yeah. not this. I don't think he's ever met this Bernie. No, but you know, no. <laughs> but he, uh, By you the way, tell, I like I like the Bernie. I like the Bernie theme at the beginning. I need to get a copy of that. I think that would be yeah. Cool. Yeah, you need yeah. To get a copy. Bernie, you Bernie, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that a report, but, right now? Come on, sports nuts. I don't know nothing about this. <laughs> and you don't have to. Yeah, it's funny. But it's funny though. Trevisano, Trevisano's at the bar. Of course, he's on the air, so he can't be drinking. But Bernie's the one. Yeah, yeah, I think Bernie was. <laughs> I think he was. Hopefully, he uh, wasn't driving. Uh, don't kid yourself. I think. I think uh, Trevisano had a few drinks uh, while he was doing that show. Sean, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm he sure sounded. He, did. he and that is the Cleveland. You know, and of course, we we hear Al and we hear other people. That is the Cleveland accent, boy. There you go. And he was you like got totally. It. You got it. You know. That's that's like we had with Eddie Andelman. You totally knew, like uh, people who listen to our show and hear Rick. Eddie Andelman had the same kind of accent. So when you get a real fan and, you, and they sound like the place, that that's when you really got something. Yeah. You know? oh, and, then, and then of course you got the Mike. guy. And then of course you got the guy that calls Jerry uh, Jerry. I've got to talk yeah, about yeah. Roxbury. And I, and I always said I always laugh about that with you, Chris. You know that. So yeah, I know. Hey, uh, let's move on, guys. Let's move on. Let's, I think we can let's move go on to uh, warm. Let's get warm. Let's get warm. Let's get warm. Let's, warm. Go warm. Let's go warm FM. Right, warm AM in Scranton, Pennsylvania. AM five ninety on the dial. Yeah. Of course, it's no longer there, but here we go. This week, our classic air check takes us to Scranton, Pennsylvania, and we'll go to listen to radio station WARMAM. The station transmits on a frequency of 590, and this air check takes us back to January 6, 1961, and we're going to listen to their morning personality, George Gilbert. This was a Top 40 radio station, and yes, when you listen to this radio station, you'll see just how different Top 40 radio sounded back then. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station WARMAM from Scranton, Pennsylvania, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Thank you, Mr. Brownell. Just before the weather, here's Buddy Knox and all about a lovey-dovey of a girl. Well, minutes before 9, our new WARM safe driving good morning time. Hey, Jenny! The best things in nature make Genesee fear. Nature light, nature bright, naturally clear. The best things in nature make Genesee fear. Naturally more refreshing. Nature root flavor makes Jenny the one that's nature pure, nature good, naturally fun. 
the best things in nature make Genesee beer. Naturally more refreshing. And the big beer news is Genesee Bach is back, and it's better than ever. You'll find it extra satisfying, full of great Bach taste that only slow-brewed Genesee gives you. So ask for it by name, Genesee Bach Beer. The best things in nature make Genesee beer. Nature bright, nature light, naturally clear. The best things in nature make Genesee beer. Naturally more refreshing. Jenny! Call for Jenny today. Call Tom Joseph Distributing, Old Forge, Glenwood 76729, Crystal Bottling Company, Wilkes-Barre Valley 52755, or OK Beverage, corner of Kaiser and Oak in North Scranton. Pick up Jenny at distributors all over Warmland. Cloudiness is warmer today with a high 34 to 38. Partly cloudy tonight with a low 15 to 20. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with snow flurries in the mountains. Little change in temperature in the high 34 to 38. Present temperature in Wilkesbury, Georgie 23 and Scranton 22. Humidity 88%. The wind from the west northwest at 3 miles per hour. And the barometer at 30.03 and steady. And me, 3, 2, and 3. And now some friends of mine are lost, Georgie, if you don't mind. <laughs> Doggone. Is your pet lost as he strayed away? Listen closely. He may be among this list of wandering pets. A six-month-old female toy French poodle, black with spots of white, lost in the vicinity of the 100 block of Sloan Street in Scranton. If you have found this dog, call Diamond 31803. That's Diamond 31803. A female toy French poodle, black with white spots, lost in the vicinity of the 100 block of Sloan Street. Also, a five-month-old male, black and white beagle, reported lost in the vicinity of the Valley Street area in West Tavoka, phone Glenwood 79084. A male, five-month old black and white beagle reported lost in the vicinity of Valley Street in West Tavolka phone Glenwood 79084 12 minutes before 9 I hope you heard the whistle come on there Pooch let's get with it as we listen to the voice of Jackie Wilson And that's done by Jackie Wilson this morning on Chapter 3 of the George Gilbert Show. Wonderful, beautiful ballad. And the happy chimes ring out with our new WARM safe driving time at 9 before 9. Hello, Wormland. This is John Cool from Short and Dodge. We're having another big sale down here today and tomorrow. And here's just a few of the specials that we're going to let go at this fabulous price. Here's a 51 Mercury mechanic special, two-door sedan, that we're selling for only $49. Here's another one, 1955 Packard, a real solid car. It's a green four-door sedan, automatic transmission, radio and heater, only $299. 
here's what went for the family. A 56 Ford two-door sedan, custom line. V8 radio heater, only 479. Another solid car, a 56 Cadillac Series 62 four-door sedan. It's fully equipped and it's only 1299. Here's one too, a 53 Pontiac four-door sedan, standard transmission, radio and heater, only 199. Folks, the place is short and Dodge, 303 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston, only one block from Kingston Corners. We open evenings till 10. Be sure, buy short. Attention, Warmland seniors and juniors. You can enter the handicapped essay contest. You have until January 31st, so talk to your English teacher about it or write the employment office for more details. <laughs> satisfaction each and every time you light up. Have a real cigarette. Have a camel. Friday, January 6th, it's 8.55. And now, W-A-R-M, award-winning news. Good morning, everyone. Harry West reporting. First news first for your Acme supermarkets. At Acme, you always get outstanding food buys that prove you get a better break on food prices. Listen closely because in a moment, you'll hear outstanding low prices on food items that will stretch your budget a long, long way. The present temperature in Scranton, 26 in Wilkes-Barre, now 28 degrees in the new WARM headline story of the hour on attempt to halt the Gaul speech. Exploding time bombs smashed power lines to the Algiers radio today, just before the radio was to carry a speech by President de Gaulle of France. De Gaulle asked widespread support for his proposals of self-determination for Algeria. Five bombs were set off to coincide with the start of voting in Algeria on the referendum called by de Gaulle. The bombs caused major damage but did not stop the relay of de Gaulle's speech. There is no word of anyone being hurt. There's nothing quite like it. There's nothing that tempts the appetite and offers such satisfaction into a healthy, hungry family like a platter of sizzling steak. Treat them tonight. Get delicious Lancaster brand sirloin, porterhouse, or rib steak for only 79 cents a pound at your Acme markets. That's the kind of value that adds up to 
to real savings on your budget, Lancaster brand steak is tender, juicy, and oh so full of flavor. The price is far below what you'd expect to pay for the quality. So get going, Mom. Select delicious Lancaster brand sirloin, porterhouse, or rib steak for only 79 cents a pound at your nearby Acme supermarket. Quality high, price is so low. Acme is the place to go. To the Acme market for the best. With tops in flavor, cost you less. Acme is the place to go. Acme. Dixon City, a 32-year-old Dixon City man held yesterday along with two other Scranton men on charges of burglary and an accessory, was absolved today of any wrongdoing in a series of thefts at the Hudson Coal Company warehouse during the past weeks. 32-year-old Celester Bellin Rear, 308 Commercial Street, Dixon City, is a father of seven children and is employed as a railroad gate tender and did not know he was transporting stolen goods that allegedly were given to him by the two North Scranton men, both of whom are charged with burglary. A 36-year-old Falls woman is reported in fair condition in Hahnemann Hospital this morning following an auto accident in the Falls area. Duncanic State Police said they were unable to question the woman at this time. An alleged burglar who had vanished in the midst of a criminal court trial last fall has been located and arrested in Pensacola, Florida. Walter Red and Grady last October jumped bail and headed by car for the resort town. And Grady was on trial for the burglary of Graben's Garage and Antique Shop in Archbald. Hazelton. Approximately 150 adults have decided to continue to keep 102 children out of school until the school board meets their demands. The children make up the student body of the Harwood Elementary School, which has been closed by the Hazel Township School Board. The board says the school is too old and beyond repair. Harrisburg. Two bills to provide $50 million for relief and education are expected to be moved into position for final passage at a brief session of the Pennsylvania Senate today. The House already has adopted the emergency legislation, and its final approval is likely shortly after midnight tonight. The State Bureau of Employment Security reports more than 9% of Pennsylvania's workforce was jobless in mid-December, a near record. Around the nation and the world, by dateline, Havana, Cuban troops and militia are on the move everywhere throughout the Caribbean island, apparently still waiting for the invasion the Castro government promised would come one week ago. The WARM Twin City weather forecast, variable cloudiness and warmer today, high temperature 34 to 38, partly cloudy tonight, an overnight low of 15 to 20. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with snow flurries in the mountains and little temperature change. High temperature tomorrow, 34 to 38. Scranton temperature now, 22. Wilkes-Barre, 23 degrees. Always remember, your dollar goes a long way at Acme. There are always outstanding food buys that prove to you and your pocketbook you get a better break on food prices at Acme. Next WARM News, first factual and fast at half past. From you through care. These are magic words all over the world. Contributions to care, local postmaster. Put your name on a care package and carry your warm good wishes to people in need. Now it's time for the Don Stevens Show on the new WARM Scranton Wilkes-Barre's most listened to station, morning, noon, and night. Well, there you go. WARM AM in Scranton, Pennsylvania from January 6th, 1961. And the radio announcer was George Gilbert. It's interesting to see how radio has changed over the years, and it sure sounds a lot different today than it did back then. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a classic air check that you'd like me to present, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. I like that one. 
When was the last Find time you saw a steak? Seventy-nine cents a pound. Steak I was thinking, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I went to I went to the restaurant. Of, I went to the supermarket and I bought a T-bone steak, and it was on sale because I've seen the seventeen, eighteen dollars, sixteen dollars. It was on sale for eleven dollars. I said, "Wow, that's a steal!" But guess what? They would only let me buy one. Oh yeah. One. <laughs> That was it. I would have bought two or three wow. of them at that price. That's wow. a snack. Is Genesee beer still around? It is, but uh, uh, it, it's it's much better than that Genesee cream ale, which is horrible. Oh God! Oh, we never had Genesee. Good. You know, there's always you know some uh, regional beers, but there's some really local ones like ours was Narragansett, and you guys didn't have that. But yeah. we didn't have Jenny. But I used to hear ads for it. You know, if I was listening to Buffalo or Rochester or Albany or something, you know, and I would hear about it. What about uh, Matt's beer or, or any of that? That that was another. No, we didn't one. have that. Or Utica Club. That was another well, like, bad one. <laughs> like nowadays, there are so many craft beers that yeah. You, I mean, you can yeah. buy a beer in one town and you can't buy it in the town over. That's you right. Know, it's amazing. The, yeah. There's a place yeah. in Albany that it's a, it's a craft brewery, uh, Bernie, and, and that they have this thing called the Lazy Susan, and you, you can and you can say oh, I like the Lazy Susan, and they give you shot glasses. That, that you turn around the lazy suit and you pass them around the table each you know, and they have different all the different beers and you can taste all their beers. Oh yeah, I love oh, yeah. I love yeah. doing that. And, well, there there was a, a beer in New York called uh, Juice Bomb, which hmm. uh, I had when I was there uh, when we were on our way to Maine, and of course I can't find it here at all, and it no. was so good. I but don't the thing know. is, though, the Lazy Susan probably put a lot of waitresses. You know, they didn't have to. You just move the thing around and get the beer and stuff, and, and that made the they weren't necessarily lazy. Well, I they think the boy, idea you know? was the idea was for you to sample them. Sample the beers. I know. Yes. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, I think we that radio station was Mabel was, Beer in Miami. Mabel Black true. Label running Black. Oh label. yeah, yeah. Well, that was all over the country. But that, that radio a, station yeah, provided where you look at that at that area. Pennsylvania. You saw that repl- unemployment rate, Chris, nine percent. Nine percent. I was in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. Back in 1976, my my old college roommate, his parents were away when, and they were on vacation. We took over the house, him and his, my roommate's brother and myself, and uh, the, the unemployment rate was very high there. It was very, very economically. Depressed well, look at the Billy Joel then. song "Allentown," you know, and uh, that's the yeah, part of the state where they have have a lot yeah. of uh, unemployment and stuff. And I don't know how they are now, now, but. Uh, you know, I was wondering, waiting, wishing they'd mention what governor was going to sign it. It might have been William Lawrence at that point, but it wasn't Scranton yet. He came in in '62 because they had their, you know, they have their elections on the off year from the president, and then obviously Scranton got in and ran for president. But you know, uh, it, it was <coughs> it was an interesting newscast. I was also wanted to hear more about what was going on in Havana. It was a very turbulent time in this country. We, we, well, what we, had happened? What had happened is three days before, on the 3rd, because I remember this, because it was the first new big news story of 1961, the United States broke diplomatic relations with Cuba. and But this was agreed upon. Eisenhower did it, but they wanted to do it then. But, but Kennedy agreed, and they said that right in the news story, that Kennedy agreed that this was something, because you know, obviously he was going to be coming in soon. And so this was then, Castro was saying, the invasion is coming, the invasion is coming, and the invasion came, and nobody supported it in April. So there you go. It was interesting because it was a tough time. I remember the air raid, air raid sirens back then. I remember, and my parents were talking about it with us, you know, my sister and myself, and they, they said, you know, there could be war. I mean, they, people were really thinking that might have been war back then. Oh, yeah. And it was... Uh, yeah. And then the Cuban yeah. Missile Crisis was even closer. You know, that was uh, really a crisis at that point. But it was I remember radio stations in Miami used to have the, the Voice of America, like WQAM, I understand, used, used to have that in Spanish... That's true. 
It was yeah. it was an interesting time, Chris and guys. It was a very yep. interesting time. I wish you know. I, I think yeah. we were. I think as a, as a child, I was only eight years old, and we were kind of sheltered from it a bit because I'm a bit younger than you are. So yeah. I, I don't remember it being as bad. But later it wasn't. on, it, I mean, you know, obviously you come out of it now with the hindsight. Right. Uh, you'll be in twenty twenty. We know what happened, but you know, I, I wasn't really scared. Somehow, I, I didn't think we'd ever make it to like two thousand. That was the thing I said. You know, I don't know when it's going to be, but uh, we will never make it that far. And here we are, that much. You know, twenty twenty one. But oh, wow. you know, that that's when I just started started putting into retirement. I guess I said, I guess we're going to really get old. All right. Uh, well, you know, we're. we're I'm not getting old. My everyone else no. around me is getting old. That's you're not the- getting older. You're getting better, right, Jeff? That's right. You got it, Bill. How about I don't a trip know what to? All that. That's right, Bernie. Yeah, how we can do that. To- how about a trip to um, Williamsport, Pennsylvania? Because I think yeah, we can do that. But one I feature I like. Hold on a second. Period. Go ahead, Bill. Okay. One feature I liked on that station was they knew a news headline in like Albany, New York, or Williamsport, or you know how they would do in that newscast. With the echo and all that? Well, in that, yeah. but the the name of the city that they were going to do the news headline yeah. from. I noticed that. Uh, it's a very, it's a stylized writing you don't see today anymore. And that teletype, I don't have a copy of that particular teletype sound effect, but I wish yeah, I had Yeah, that was it. a good one. That was a good that, one. That was definitely a different oh, type yeah. of sound effect, which I, which I enjoyed. And, of course, the radio station, uh, uh, we could, I occasionally could get them actually in New York City, but uh, not very well. But if, if my father drove out into the country, or we could actually hear them on five ninety. When he let me play with the radio, get that. When he let me play with the radio. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I, I I went through that same thing. Yeah, we all did. We all we all did, yeah. Bernie. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. he would say, "I'm driving. It's my radio." But but he was actually pretty good. He let me play with it. Yeah, my father than, was pretty think. good about it. I could usually. Yeah, mine was too. Yeah, I could so, do them around. Mine was too. But there's always that butt there, right, Bernie? Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know there was like, don't turn off the ball game. You know, there was that. But I didn't want to turn off the ball game either. So there you go. Does Winston have that teletype or not anymore? No, they haven't had a teletype in quite a while now, Mike. No. Wow. And, and they didn't have that no, one either. That, that's, no. a real, that's a real good sounding one. That's I think a real good, brand that's a good sound. Wins never had that kind of teletype. But they did originally use the real teletypes in the newsroom when they first started with the teletypes. Because you can hear people ripping the stuff off the background and you can hear the scanners very low in the background that changed the tele- teletypes don't make it anymore mike uh, no one uses no. teletypes it's and no, and, and, no, and, don't. and mm-hmm. people don't want and people although it, i thought it was good when wins did it and all news stations did it because it gave this, this station a presence i loved it but it's, it. not, it's it's not done anymore so that's what's oh. going on yeah. so yeah. but i think you know when when you li- i know everyone likes to leave but there'll be a quiz, mate. There'll be a quiz, so maybe we'll have to make a quiz here. But yeah. when you listen to this radio station, is it great? Well, you know, from today's standards, maybe not. Maybe maybe it is, depending on what you what you like in radio. But at least the station that you're going to hear next did put try to put a little a bit of local flair to the morning show, something you don't hear today anymore. Well, we're going to listen to it. Thank everybody for coming in, listening, participating, all of that good. We'll look forward to Bernie's post post on Facebook. Maybe the Pacers will get a win as soon as tonight. He'll have a couple by January anyway, you know, I figure. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, is it just because they've blown a couple games? It's no big deal. But no, it's early. Maybe. Maybe they'll get a win tonight in Utah, but we'll see. All right. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, thanks, everyone. We'll be back next week, bigger and better than ever, I think. Whenever I present these featured station segments, I try to look at all kinds of radio markets, small, medium, and large. This week, we're traveling to Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and we're going to listen to radio station WILQFM. The station is owned and operated by Backyard Broadcasting, and the reason I like this radio station is that they put lots of local content into the morning show. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station WILQFM from Williamsport, Pennsylvania, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Good morning. It's Friday, November 5th, and Happy birthday, Joey Brown of Hughesville. Joey celebrating his 14th birthday. Delilah Abrico of Williamsport, seven years old. Delilah, we hope you're feeling well soon. Emma Schultz of Orangeville feels fine. She's four years old today. Arielle Kiefer of Danville, 32. Her twin girls, Aria and Malia, turn six tomorrow. Heather Paul Hamas of Kogan Station, wearing her 40th year very well. Eric Berger, cheese man at Gross Tire Center on Lycoming Creek Road, is 51. Frank Orgetano of Trout Run. 50, or I'm sorry, 47, and we got a pair of 81s here. Helen Adams of Montgomery, happy 81st, Helen from your daughter Linda, and Janet Baylor from Gobbler's Knob. She didn't marry well, but she parties well on her 81st birthday. Over the weekend, Amanda Smith of the Nesbitt area, 33, John Schoen of Montoursville, 64, Zeb Stevens of Unityville, 72, Amber Haas of Old Lycoming Township, 24 on Sunday, Devin Brown of South Williamsport will be legal in every way on Sunday, but not till Sunday when he turns 21. Richard Ogercheck retiring today from Select Security in Williamsport. Plans on hunting for the rest of his life. Jeff and Sharon Heinzelman of Montgomery, their 40th anniversary Sunday. It's 55 years today for Gary and Donna Yoakum of Montgomery, as pointed out by their son Gary and daughter Lori, and Thor and Elvira Moser. Missing their friends in Watson Town, but they're only up the road three or four miles. They're now in Milton. Thor and Elvira Moser and celebrating their 61st anniversary today. Friday, November 5th with WILQ. ABC News. Now, I'm Mike Giacci. This is ABC News. Plenty of sunshine today, but still chilly with a high near 50. Then tonight will be clear and cold. We'll get down to 22 in some outbank areas, 28 of the towns. Bright sunshine tomorrow with a high of 51. And on Sunday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 55. Warmer early next week. For AccuWeather, I'm meteorologist Joe Lundberg on WILQ. It's 28 degrees. I'm Joey Michaels with this WILQ News Update. Good morning, how y'all are doing? 806, it's Friday, November 5th, an awesome autumn weekend lies ahead. Bundle up for high school football playoff action tonight, week 11 of the high school football season. And tomorrow, we honor the veterans with the Lycoming County Veterans Parade. That gets underway tomorrow afternoon at 2 in Loyal Sock Township with all the details and the route map at WILQ.com. about the Ted Minier Morning Show on WILQ. It's definitely creepy. There's definitely a creepy factor to it, you know. The Ted Minier Morning Show. Weekday mornings on Country 105 WILQ.
Amanda Lambert, WILQ, Mama's Broken Heart, and lots of broken hearts with high school soccer action last night. I mean, already a great season for a lot of area teams, but man, you want to win that last one. Boys District 4 AA Championship, Lewisburg defeated Midwest, and in the single A Championship, it was East Juniata over Southern Columbia. In Girls District 4 here, AA, Southern Columbia beat South Williamsport 3 nothing, and in AA action, it was Central Columbia over Montoursville, one to nothing. Great seasons there, now ended, and some playoff hopes still alive for high school football tonight. It'll be Altoona at Williamsport, as well as Holidaysburg versus Central Mountain. Also, Kawaneski Valley at Loyal Sock tonight. They're here in the township. That is the WILQ Backyard Broadcasting Twin Valleys Talk Radio Network Game of the Week. You'll be able to hear that game if you don't want to go out in the cold. WWPA at AM 1340 and FM 101.7. We also carry it on our WILQ HD3 signal and in the Milton, Lewisburg, Watsontown areas on WMLP. And you can also stream it at TwinValleysTalk.com. A nice day and a great night for football. Bundle up the high today, 50 by game time. We'll probably be down to around, what, mid-30s is my guess. The overnight low, 28. Tomorrow's high, 51. Sunday's high, 55. We've lost a couple of degrees. 26 degrees now with WILQ's entertainment update next. For WILQ's entertainment update, London Sheridan running a little late this morning. Looking for a new movie this weekend? Well, it's been touted for months. The Eternals, rated PG-13, Disney's latest installment in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And this one actually looks surprisingly good. Spencer, rated R, a biographical drama featuring Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana. 55th Annual CMA Awards added to the list of their performers, Gabby Barrett, Dirk Bentley, as well as Luke Bryan, Jennifer Hudson, Thomas Rhett, Zach Brown, and even Keith Urban, all being on stage performing this coming Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Luke Bryan will host the CMA Awards on ABC. Chris Evans being named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. The former Captain America star says he looks to be unveiled on the cover of People next week. Not like the unveiling he put out on Instagram last year. A docuseries about NBA legend Magic Johnson is headed to Apple TV+. Plus. It's a four-part docuseries that will feature never-before-seen footage and interviews. This comes ahead of the 30th anniversary of Johnson's HIV diagnosis announcement. Hard to believe he made that announcement 30 years ago this coming Sunday. And William Lucking, who starred as biker Piney Winston in Sons of Anarchy, has died at the age of 80. He died late last month at his home in Las Vegas. No cause for his passing was given. And that's entertaining. Enjoy the weekend with W-I-L-Q. Let's go on with the show. 
ago, you just got to hear the number one ranked radio station in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. That's WILQFM with their country format. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, there are many ways to get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. That email address, as always, is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And an option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net. Visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.